everyone and welcome back. This is a podcast episode on the 730 Days podcast channel. And this is a video podcast because I wanted you to see my face in this podcast. So I don't know, some people might like to watch it on YouTube and see my face and my desk. Anyway, I wanted to talk about a few things today, but mainly about something that I've never really sat down and talked about and that might be a few out there that are interested in this topic, which is um, trying to monetize or trying to make money from what you love doing, something that I try since a long time now. And I recently got a comment under one of my YouTube videos, which kind of like made me think about this and I wanted to share a few things to clarify a few things and maybe help out some people that are in a position where they know they love something and they're good at something and they may be at my age like 18 or I don't know young people and they don't know how they could really turn it into money disclaimer right away I don't make a whole lot of money but I make some money on the side um, with doing my things here with doing YouTube things and client work with photography and stuff like that but we're going to talk about everything today. But first, let's start with the comment. I can tell you, I have it here on my phone. Um, I can tell you it's, I don't really understand the person that commented this, or I don't know what he thought when he or she, when uh, he commented this, I hope I can share this, but I mean, he, it is a public comment on YouTube under, I guess it is under the video where I, I made this video with my brother, where we tested out the iPhone 11, his iPhone 11 actually, uh, for skate videos and it is under that video so here it is Ritzkai Fiertiansicher I don't know how to pronounce this name six days ago and um, he commented bro where you get your money you're rich boy you can buy cameras and other tell me please how you can get money for buy something I don't know what kind of English that is I'm also not good at English but I understand that this is wrong I guess you can get easy money because your country is in Europe, not like my country. Okay, I don't know where exactly you are from. I really don't want to judge the person that commented this. Maybe he is broke, I don't know. But I don't really get comments like this and I've had it before. Where people commented on the internet or sent me direct messages on Instagram asking me where I get my money from for the camera gear and I don't know, it's a weird thing and nobody really seems to talk about it. I can tell you that none of the camera gear, very few of the camera gear that I own is bought by someone else like my parents or something. It's not like that. I've bought, I would say 80 to 90% myself by yes, working. Also, I'm way more nervous today because the camera is on on this podcast. Anyway, I've made most of it over the years by working hard and trying to become better at photography. I can tell you how exactly I went about this or how I, how I got to being now able to buy this new lens that I'm filming on right now, which is the Sigma 60mm f1.4, which I really like. Now I finally have a great studio lens and it should look pretty cool. And where I got my money from to buy this iMac and all the other gear that you see behind me. Here's the thing, when I was like 15 or 14, I was very interested in photography, filmmaking, and I really wanted to get into it. I started with an old GoPro that I had from my dad, I guess, so my brother had an old GoPro Hero 2 or 3. That's what I started out, used my phone a little bit for a little while, 
and then eventually I decided to buy a camera because I wanted to get a little more serious about it and try out different things and learn about the settings because there, you know once you get the camera you will really start to understand aperture and shutter time and stuff like that anyway and um, then I looked up for months for cameras and you know started to look into different camera brands and you do your research online and you start realizing that this is a pretty expensive um, hobby actually a pretty expensive thing to do and at the time I did not know that I could make a penny from this so it was even more risky in a way because I know that I'm passionate about this I want to do it but in the end I know a lot of people that bought a camera used it five times maybe and now it is at home sitting on a shelf <laughs> like yeah that's that's what happens to a lot of people and investing 700 or 1000 years into a camera for having it then sit on your shelf is a little i don't know a little weird anyway um i decided to to buy a camera i found the nikon d5300 which i still really like i made the first 150 videos maybe on my youtube channel with that camera and some of the videos i believe at least are really cool and for a camera like this i just think it worked great for the years also for photography and how i bought that i guess uh, at the time it was around i'm more being very honest here now i guess at the time it was around 600 or 700 euros and i was 15 at the time i worked all summer long um, i had like a summer job like usual summer job where you work and you get a little bit of money and you work for local i don't know what did i do at the time i worked for the place actually where i live here and i would like clean the streets and stuff like that and um yeah i was working all summer long to get a to get you know a little bit of money to buy that so i had the money to buy the first camera i bought the camera and i got the camera then i did not buy something for a long time in photography or videography i started to see after a little while you you know you start to see that you can actually make money from this and the way that i saw it at the time was client work and photography for other people shooting weddings shooting events shooting stuff like that something popular that more and more people get onto nowadays i see this locally that there is a network of people now you know 16 17 18 year olds trying or doing this and actually making money of it you know other people are djs in the local club they know how to do that and there are a lot of people that do photography or filmmaking as well and it's a nice thing to do but i don't know I've done it now since three years. Don't get me wrong, you get nice money. It's nice to do it, but it is not really what I wanted to do from from starting this. And it's going to be very hard to explain that. There's always something weird whenever I do something for other people. I get an event that I can shoot. For example, I shot a wedding once. I don't know, in the morning when I know I have to leave now and go to other people and shoot this the entire day I feel stressed and I don't like it I'm being very honest here there might be other people that like it but I don't like it one reason might be because it might sound weird but I I find it hard to to connect to other people and talk to other people when you are the only one you know sometimes you go film an event or photograph an event and you don't know anyone and you have to 
to talk to people and try it's all with i know this is now complaining on a high level and i still do um client work and stuff like that but i don't really enjoy it that's the thing but the thing is after a little while you start to see you can make good money off it and i'm being very honest if you get a bigger job let's say and you film for an for an entire afternoon or entire day and you make like a five minute montage video you can get i don't know what other people charge but you can get 300 400 500 also more for that work and that is a lot of money for a boy like me i mean that's what i made the, the summer that i talked about the whole summer long that's a lot of money for two or three days of work keep that in mind but as i said i'm still going to do it and i still do it every now and then like once or twice a month to get a little bit of extra money to buy this new camera gear and to buy that kind of stuff also something that you should keep in mind you know people always see me buying camera gear and then they seem jealous or they write me these text messages like you just heard before but in the end camera gear is pretty much the only thing that i spend money on i'm very much of a safer if you say this in english but i don't like to spend a lot of money on other things i almost spend no money besides camera gear i don't buy expensive clothing i don't buy expensive shoes i don't buy any of that i spend 90 percent of my money i would say on camera gear and on camera equipment also my creative cloud service so that i can use premiere pro and stuff like that i spend twenty dollars i guess a month on that that's also a lot for me and music bed is a big one i have a lot of i actually need to spend a lot to make these videos and don't get much from it i need to spend a music bed which is a music licensing service for music that you hear in my videos you know the music that you hear all the time so that i can upload my videos on youtube without being banned or something like that i don't know so that's already twenty dollars for adobe creative cloud per month plus $10 per month for music pad, which I, these two are essential. And then, and now we are at $30 a month. And then there is Shopify, which is not essential, but which I'm trying to do on the side, which is my online store selling digital products, presets and lots. And now also I'm trying to work on another little thing, the summit and trying to promote the skate decks again that I created and trying to make a little thing out of it. I don't know, but that is my shop. So, that costs me 30 bucks a month which is a lot but i make something again from it so that's okay it's 60 bucks every month for me just to keep going here and just to make these videos and do this stuff and that's a whole lot of money for a student i mean i'm still at school and the only way that i earn money is through client work and photography and that's why i still do it a lot so that i can keep pursuing this here which i want to talk about today which is my actual focus in life which i really want really really want to put all my effort into so as i said two years ago or one year or one year and a half ago i realized that the whole client work and photography and events is not really that much i know it was not really my thing i'm being honest here i would really like to make this my thing and make this my living doing something that I love was always my focus. And if ever this would work out, I don't know if it is possible, but if it would work out, that would be the greatest thing ever if you can live from doing what you love. And in my case, that's taking photos and telling stories through videos and you know, inspiring others and skiing and skateboarding. That's the thing that I love doing. But you know, then I realized maybe I should start with this social media and internet thing and try that out a little bit. I can say right away, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to start. 
it's very hard to you know with client work it's very straightforward you film a couple of things for free or you know your parents know a few people in your town or something like that and there is this small event that your mother knows people that organize that or something like that and then you get to film it or take photos of it and you know months go by weeks go by and you get people calling you if you can shoot something for them because they found out that you are good at this you need to be good at this that's essential but um, they find out that you can do this so yes it's very straightforward it doesn't take a lot of it doesn't take a lot of effort in my opinion to build something um, locally it is really possible for everyone because putting out a post on facebook telling people that you shoot um, weddings or you shoot events, it's not very hard. But trying to do something and build something in the internet is a whole lot of thing. And I feel like the opportunity is much greater when you're trying to use the internet, which is this, you know, which is this very powerful tool that we've been given in this new age. And it is very hard to get going. You know, I spend all my time and effort nowadays trying to find out how the internet works, how different platforms work, how people have built their businesses in the internet. I try to understand that and I focus everything on understanding how other people do it and how which options you have. And I, I'm reading so much about it and seeing so much about it. And one thing that I've learned about the internet, growth in the internet is not linear. So you need to understand that Growth locally, if you want to start a business locally, is linear. You are going to get more clients, but in a linear way. If you paid attention at math at school, which I did not do, but I noticed a linear growth factor will increase your clients, but once at a time. And I saw that the internet has this factor where things go exponentially. So things don't take up for a very long time. People struggle and try to find something and things just don't take off for a very, very long time. They stay flat. But then all of a sudden this thing happens and they try to do something different. And there's this one video post, whatever it may be, one client work, one connection that boosts all of a sudden this, this I almost see it as a machine, boosts their machine that they've built in the while not growing at all. And then all of a sudden it just grows exponentially. I don't know if you would like to call it clients, but they are not new customers once at a time, but 20, 100 at a time. Like you grow way more than locally. This is so hard to explain for me in English. I am making this in German. I could be very, very comfortable saying this, but in English it's very hard. And thinking so much about it, I believe that that is actually a good factor because it, in my opinion, it's kind of like a filter. It filters out people somehow that are looking for quick success, shortcuts, people that want good things to happen very fast, that want money fast, that only care about fast money, and it filters out people like that. Because if you, if you go into the internet and try to build something there, with the mindset, I'm going to start something, and the next day it's going to work out and going to profit, then you will probably fail because that's not the way that the internet works. The way that the internet works is patience. You wait for a very long time. You give value to other people. You help out. You teach. You produce content. You share. You comment. You connect. 
And then, you know, it's still hard for me to, to talk about it because the exponential thing hasn't happened to me yet. But I really believe that it's going to happen at some point that if you put in hours and hours of work and you grind and you work your ass off, at some point it might happen. And so I want to also record this here because maybe in three years, five years, or maybe also in two months, I'm looking back at this and I realize that the thing that I'm talking about here is actually way true and I hope that's going to be the case. Maybe what I'm talking about here is total trash, but I've seen it so many times in the past happening in the internet that way. And the cool thing now is actually, the internet allows you to grow exponentially, as I said which isn't possible, in my opinion, locally. It allows you to grow something that's actually work for you and that might actually allow you to live your dreams and live from doing something that you love. And I think locally that is way harder. Currently, I'm just so much in my head. I think about all of this all the time. I sit at school and I don't care about school. I've talked about it before. School sucks. I hate it. And the only thing that I think about is this exact topic and producing content and what steps I should maybe take to move on with what I'm doing here. But now let's move on with the story. Two years ago then I decided to start this whole, I don't know, I decided to start YouTube but without really thinking about these things that I talked about here in this episode today. Really no intention, no plan what I can do. I knew nothing, that's also why why, I don't know, I created videos about me doing stupid stuff. I don't know, I knew nothing about it. I had to learn everything the hard way, but it was fine. Till now, it was a very funny journey, to be honest. And I'm very happy and proud also in a way that I had the discipline to say I'm going to upload no matter what. And I keep pushing out content for the last two and a half years almost, two years and a couple of months. And we are now at around 160 videos or in that direction. And as I said, I'm proud that I did not give up. Even though my channel hasn't taken off in a way till now, I think what I've built till now or what we've built and what I'm trying to build can be bigger. But I'm happy with what I already achieved now because numbers are... I don't know, numbers are weird. Numbers are the thing that everyone is focused on, um, subscribers, followers, but it does not really matter. And I try to move away from numbers and purely focus on trying to help out other people and trying to teach stuff and trying to communicate to other, to other creators and to other filmmakers. The more that I think about it, the more I want to move away from making content that's just about my life and being selfish in a way. And the more I want to help out other people and connect with people from Norway, from the United States and connect with all sorts of people and try to interact and try to, to build something here. The more that I do that, I found out that this can actually be a thing because once you start to give value to people and once you start to connect, people are going to come back to you. They are going to, you're going to build trust with them and they are going to come back. I was out skiing today when I got an email from someone from, I don't know where he's from, but he sent me this, um, he sent me an email saying, or texting something like, um, hey, I saw a few of your awesome action videos, which I made a lot of videos about, which is this action cam. And he said something like, I decided to buy awesome action because I want to make my own videos. And I already made a video and he sent me a link to a video. I watched it, it was a cool video, snowboard video. And you know, that to me means way more than having 
2 million subscribers because that means to me that I've made an impact on someone else's life and that I helped out someone else on this world trying to do what they love. It's all about mindset and that mindset is what I want to keep pushing towards. We are getting really deep here now, but there are two factors, you know, there are the amount of subscribers that you have and something that almost everyone forgets about is the quality of your subscribers, the quality of your audience. And in a lot of cases, people tend to have high subscribers, but very low quality of subscribers, which means subscribers don't really care about the person. All they want to see is them doing stupid stuff, pranking other people, or you know, some YouTubers do stupid stuff anyway. And um, the quality matters. Is Are your subscribers actually believing and trusting in what you say? And do they actually want to to connect to you that's also very important so i don't know if this podcast makes any sense initially i wanted to talk about my plan on how i would like to make this my living or my thing i don't know if it's ever gonna happen as i said but the plan that i now have is i don't know i'm just gonna keep going i know that the only factor that will make someone or me successful is is not giving up that's very important um, trying to figure it out, trying to make it work. For me, the most important thing is that I keep working, that I keep trying new things, that I, even though I don't see success today, even though I don't see success in a year, I might see success in five years and then all the hard work that I already put in and will put in might pay off and I can, you know, actually do something that excites me to to work and I will keep trying and, and maybe it doesn't click for the next 300 videos on YouTube. And that's okay. But then maybe in video number 600, I will change my mindset and do something small that I could have done earlier different. I will do something different and maybe then it pops off. And I don't know, we will see. In two years, I might be looking back at this and smiling and I don't know, and sitting somewhere skateboarding, knowing that I've inspired a lot of people to start capturing their passion. And yeah, what I want to leave you with here is and the fact that I believe that this is just my opinion, but the fact that I believe that trying to build something in the internet and trying to build something online is far more valuable than going out there and trying to make quick money with photography and trying to make a couple of thousand so you can buy um, Supreme shoes. <laughs> I don't know. There are literally people that have that kind of mindset, which I don't really understand. I mean, in the end, it really comes down to trying to make money from your passion and from doing what you love. And it's actually the best thing that can happen to one if one can make money from what they love. And so I don't get why people are looking for fast money with photography. I really don't get that. Anyway, I don't want to judge anyone. There are great ways to be a freelance photographer or freelance filmmaker and shoot you know the biggest events and that can be very nice i think also in a way the thing that comes with the whole personal brand thing that you see a lot of youtubers instagrammers social media things doing online networking is you need to be interesting all the time you need to film yourself all the time and it can be very stressful sometimes when you're you know, with all these travel filmmakers, you always see the travel filmmakers and their exciting lives. But I bet they haven't been on vacation for the last 10 years of their lives. Because what you don't realize is how exhausting and how stressful it is to make these movies and to make YouTube videos when you need to film every second of your life and you don't want to miss out because you always need to be filming stories 
um, Instagram posts, photography, YouTube videos, client work, I don't know what else can come here, but this whole thing that I'm trying to achieve also is not always as easy as it seems. Both freelancing and the other thing that I talked about have their advantages and disadvantages, I think. But I don't know, for me, I've tried shooting events and stuff like that. It's not for me. And the thing that really excites me the most about trying to make it work in a way is building up everything and seeing everything slowly growing. And I love it. I love it. I just love seeing, you know, my first sales from my online shop. I, I'm being very honest, the first two months that I, or three months that I had my online shop with the LUTs and presets, the editing tools, I did not sell anything. I actually lost 60 bucks because I had to pay two months of Shopify. But it was so exciting when the first sale came in, I sold an action cam blood pack because I made a lot of videos about Osmo Action. Then one person out of 5,000 people that saw my Osmo Action videos recently, which got a lot of, for me, a lot of views, one person decided to buy this lap bag and I was sitting here being the happiest I've ever been in a year, I think. You know, I'm not there yet, but then there come the first 10 sales and it keeps going, you know, and I love seeing it grow slowly. I love to see it. I really like to build this. And I often have this fear that people will judge me because I um, try to monetize and people will think I'm not just doing it for the love of the art and because of the things that I create but for me trying to make this a thing is actually and you might think I'm stupid for it but for me trying to make this a thing is actually as exciting as creating the content and being an artist and taking the photographs that I do take and being a filmmaker in a way for me trying to make it work and building building this whole thing is actually as exciting and I don't know it's a huge part of me inside that tries to make it work because oftentimes I feel like people are very very focused on the art which can be a good thing which can be a very good thing because you get very good at your art but at some point if you don't know how to build something and if you don't know how to maybe monetize it and do all sorts of stuff and connect with other people and share your work also if no one's going to see your art a you're not going to inspire a lot of people which is my main focus b you will probably not make money from it if you keep your photographs or whatever you create whatever art you're into um, secret i don't know so so i'm thinking about doing a few podcast episodes here um about me sharing a few things that I believe are very important in order to make money from it online and try to build a business online. I'm still currently in my life in a phase where I'm struggling a lot because I wake up every morning with this thought. I don't know why, but I wake up every morning with this thought that the thing that I'm doing has no sense. I often don't believe as much as I would like to in myself and one reason might also be because you know this is such a weird thing going on in the world currently with the whole internet and people building businesses from the bedroom and stuff like that and i've never actually met a person or seen a person in real life that i know that has built a business or makes a living from from doing something that they love and sharing that on the internet you know i see it on the internet every single day how people do that but it's hard to believe that it actually can work without ever having someone that that you know really tells you that this, this is actually a thing 
And so when you live in an area where people don't believe that the internet is actually a powerful thing, then it is very hard to, to go in that direction because, you know, people are wary, my parents included, they don't, I often feel like people don't get it. They think me shooting a couple of events can be way more a thing, could be a thing maybe, but they often feel like, or my parents included, it can be way stressful to get clients and stuff like that. But if I told someone or if someone listening um, that I would like to build something in the internet and stuff like that, people, people don't believe that that is possible. And I believe that it is more possible in 2020 than ever before and that everyone can really do it with a lot of work that they put in and a lot of patience and, you know, passion also. So what I would recommend to everyone is instead of trying to make quick money now with photography and, you know, buying camera gear and buying, you know, trying to make a couple of hundred dollars a month shooting things that you don't actually enjoy shooting unless you enjoy it, doing client work, I would highly recommend everyone to try out this thing here, to try to build something in the internet. And oftentimes people are afraid of putting out content because they they think that YouTube is the only way of doing it or Instagram. The more that I think about this, I actually realized that I put myself in a box when I started. And I always said myself, there is only YouTube and that's the only way that you can go towards but the more that I see and hear and learn, I realize that there's so much more. There can be so much done in writing, in building a blog. I know I talk a lot of trash here and this is already a pretty long episode. But let's talk about the reality. Let's talk about a few facts that you can actually go towards. If you're not comfortable in front of a camera and you don't want to, to record video or podcast, here's an example plan that I'm sure can work out if you put in enough work into it. So for example, let's say, your passion in life is to, I mean, there are so many young people that are extremely passionate about something, but let's say skateboarding. My brother is very passionate about skateboarding, way more than me. I'm more passionate about photography now and filmmaking, still skateboarding. Anyway, he loves skateboarding. It's going to be, or if he would like to do skateboarding for a living, that's going to be way hard, the traditional way. It is so much competition and it's so hard in skateboarding it's almost impossible i would say even though i don't like to use the word impossible anyway here's a here's how you could approach this a real plan from me today how you could do this to make money from doing something that you love start a blog for example you start a blog i'm not way into blogging by the way i tried it but i don't know i'm not very good at writing and so you start a blog there are different hosters like Medium is a blog, like it's a social media platform for blogs or you start your own blog um, website and you start to write articles about skateboarding. You write articles how to only you put in images of you making only, then you describe it and you start to give so much value to people that people can't look away. You start to you start to give a lot of value to people. You start to answer questions. That's, in my opinion, the number one thing that you should do online. You start to answer questions. You ask people, what would you like to know from me about skateboarding? Then they tell you, what is your favorite skate shoe? Then you write an entire article on the internet about 
what is the best skate shoe for skateboarding and then you put it out there you learn about seo which is a very very important tool that i still need to learn a lot about which is search engine optimization which means ranking your posts videos and everything that you upload onto the internet you know learning about hashtags learning about descriptions learning about keywords that is very important so that your blog posts your youtube videos your photos rank the people that search for something find your thing so if for all the skaters out there that you know there's not only youtube nowadays there's still the google search engine for everyone out there that is getting started in skateboarding or still skateboarding and he or she types in what is the best skate shoe for skateboarding because the person would like to know about that then they see um, my brother's blog post let's say for example even though my brother will probably not start a blog but this is just an example and then um you know they they get something out from the blog and it is always a funny thing because once you help out people that's what i've learned once you help out other people you have them on your side and they become your friends in a way i answer to everyone that dms me on instagram to every comment on youtube and whenever someone asks for something i'm there sitting trying to give a valuable and a good answer and i've realized that people will come back if you give them something so my brother, for example, now the skater might give give this person that would like to find the perfect skate shoe a lot of a lot of value, and then my brother or the skater has a company, has a little brand that they built, and in my case it could be Slippy Grip, which you know I already have the grip the company that I have, and then in the end of the article you talked. Here are some other products that you will need for skateboarding. I have this brand. If you would like to support me, you can check out our grip tapes. And it works that kind of way, you know. You give something to other people, they learn something from you, and then they come back to maybe purchase an item, purchase a service, purchase something through your affiliate link, which is also a very interesting topic. You know, the thing is I could still sit here and talk for 10 more hours because I'm so interested in the topic and so fired up when I talk about I want to talk about this thing that I believe is so powerful, but affiliate links. Affiliate links are basically in your descriptions of YouTube videos or blog posts, links that link you to any sort of platform. In my case, currently it's Amazon. If you look at my YouTube videos, I have all my camera gear and skate gear link below. And whenever I talk about skate gear or camera gear, I link it. And then when people click on it and buy something from Amazon, not even that product, but they buy something else, then I get a small uh, amount of that purchase. And I'm being honest here, I make around $30 now. Of, uh, yes, $30 because it's Amazon.com. Anyway, I make around $30 now from that per month, which I think is a good starting point. I mean, I'm an 18 year old student and I have come to a point where I can now make $30 extra cash per month, which might not seem a lot to you, but it is fucking exciting for me because I don't know, it is exciting. Then I have the online store, which I talked about, where I maybe get one or two sales a month. That's another 20 or $30. And you know, things go slow, but things can grow. <laughs> and it is very funny. I'm going to end this podcast episode now by saying, if you're at a point in your life now where you know you have a very strong passion for something and you would like to make that your thing and you're at the same state as me basically then the best thing that you can do nowadays is put out content onto the internet helping other people and um, giving value to other people and i believe that there's nothing more powerful and i would like to take advantage of 
what we've been given with this. I mean, my parents did not have the opportunity to make videos online and make money on the side from that. And I'm very grateful in a way that I've now the opportunity to do this thing. So I'm going to keep pushing. It's not for everyone, definitely. There are people that don't want to worry about things like me that I worry about sometimes that just want to, you know, chill. I don't know. But for me, it's funny to do it. I love the journey. I love to see things slowly happening, as I said. And I would love to see it for you too. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. It was more on the longer side, but I think it was pretty valuable. You can also DM me your thoughts on Instagram about this episode. If you would like to see more content in that direction, going a little bit more in that direction, then you can let me know that and we can do that. Also, this podcast is now available on iTunes, so you can listen to it on iTunes and Apple Podcast. Um, thanks for tuning in. I will see you on my YouTube channel, Instagram or on the podcast. So bye-bye. Have a great one. And I hope you can make your passion your thing. Goodbye. Shoo.